we're sorry for missing last week, but you know, Halo Infinite just decided to drop on us like a, I don't know, a pulling something, some magic trick. I, can I speak? No, because I've been playing Halo like it's my second job for the last week. But uh, yeah, it was really, it's been fun. Chris is almost dead because he had a fun night last night and has slept like none. Yeah, you know that feeling when you, you haven't got enough sleep and your entire body is just kind of hot? Yeah. Yeah, that's me right now. Okay, well, we're going to finish this intro so we can go eat. Um, yeah, we talk a lot about Halo and do some Game Awards mentions. Hope you enjoy. So, Chris, I decided to get a new job last week. <laughs> okay, what, what's that? Uh, playing Halo Infinite. <laughs> are, are you playing it eight hours a day? I think I logged at least uh, at least 40 hours in the week that it's been out. That's awesome. I, I wish I, have I could o- say the same. At this point, I have over 150 matches played. I, I've i been having such a rough time this week because uh, Halo has been out, but also I've had a bunch of errands to run, and I haven't practiced my piano at all for my lesson tomorrow. Uh-oh. But I just want to play That's Halo. Okay. Yeah. Like so we, the, we didn't record last week because we were playing Halo. Yeah, we we were both talking Sunday evening last weekend, and we're like, so the rumors are Halo's coming out tomorrow, uh, and if that happens, we're not recording, we're just playing Halo, right? And <laughs> what, once we both got home, we played Halo for five hours. <laughs> yeah. And then really, so, the next day, we were talking about shit, and we should have started a recording then and still put an episode up. Yeah, because there was some hot, if you want to say controversy, that we'll definitely get into throughout our discussion. Spoiler, this is mostly going to be talk us talking about Halo Infinite, which we will address in the intro. Duh. But uh, first things first, the game's awesome. I love it. It's so much fun right now. It's just like a breath of fresh air into the FPS genre that's not a fucking battle royale. And, oh, I love it. Yeah, I I don't think any game for me is going to feel as good as Destiny 2 does, unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, given everything else that's not good about Destiny, and I don't play that game anymore. But it, it it's going to be hard for a shooter to ever match how good that game feels, but Halo Infinite is pretty fucking close. It's, and I will say... Oh, go ahead. I, it, it's just the first time that Halo has really felt like it has evolved properly since Halo Reach. Yeah, I would agree completely. Because even as much as I, I enjoyed the sandbox of Halo 5, as much as I thought that Halo 5 multiplayer was pretty good, it still didn't really feel like Halo, you know? The movement in that game was insane. Like, I think the movement in Infinite is, the like you said, the perfect evolution of classic Halo meets a current FPS game. Uh, Halo 5, you could do such crazy shit with how you could, like, slide, jump, boost. It, it, it was insane how many things you had to account for to just be, like, literally just zipping around the map uncontrollably. Uh, this is, like, more grounded, and it's one of those, like, low, uh, low floor, high ceiling types of things. Like, it's approachable to anybody, but um, I, I, I want to talk about this a little bit later, too. But I was watching some of the um, the kickoff event for the, the pro scene that happened yesterday. 
uh and goddamn is their movement so smooth already like the game's been out for a week and it's like these guys have been playing it for a year it's crazy <laughs> um boy i had a thought that i wanted to go into but i i am on four hours of sleep after 24 waking hours i'm a little fried um uh, the, it's the, okay <laughs> something i keep coming back to um that i am just honestly baffled by like like an amorphous concept of video game design that I cannot define is I I can't believe how fucking good this game feels on mouse and keyboard. See, so it's funny you say that because that was one of the things I was I wanted to talk about too. Is it took me a hot minute to get controls that I liked, and I think I want I want to go back. I switched to controller. Uh, I started off mouse and keyboard as well, and I like it liked it eventually. But there was just something about how I was playing on, especially big team, that I was just like, I'm not finishing kills at all, and I feel like it's because I'm either my sensitivity's not right, something's just not right. And so I made the switch to controller and got my settings set there to where I'm like, oh, this is like old school Halo to me. But I want to jump back to keyboard and mouse at some point to get it figured out. And so tell, tell me a little bit more about your thoughts on the keyboard and mouse stuff. Well, yeah, so when, when they first launched Master Chief Collection on PC, like, we, we had a good couple nights where we hopped on Halo 3 and did custom games like old times on PC, which was super nice, and I'm, I, I am incredibly thankful that they added MCC to PC. Uh, honestly, one of the, the best moves that Microsoft ever made for me, personally. Um, and when we fired up Halo 3... I thought, you know, I've been playing Destiny for a long time. I am, I'm used to FPS on mouse and keyboard. I don't want to go back. It works better for me. But I fired up Halo 3 and shit just didn't work. It felt off and it felt wrong. And, mm-hmm. and as soon as I switched to controller, like the moment I switched to controller, shit just made sense again. And part of that is the muscle memory of playing Halo 3 because... There, there is honestly probably not a game in either of our libraries that we have played more than Halo 3. Especially cool. given that Halo 3 is very much our formative years. Mm-hmm. And, and so I went into this wondering the same thing. That like, you know, Halo was always from the ground up built as a console shooter. And, and clearly kept that style alive through all of its iterations. This is the first time that a Halo game has been built from the ground up on mouse and keyboard. Or, I mean, you know, for both. And it it's so cool. Like, it's just cool to me that they were able to make it work and still feel like Halo. Because I didn't think it was possible. I, I did not think you could advance the Halo formula and make it feel good on something that was not controller. But they've really done it. Yeah. And and just with the ability, you know, to remap anything wherever you however you want. Like, it's a PC game, so of course. But from it being a Halo game... You know, it used to be pre-designed button layouts. And I'm pretty sure, like, even on controller, you can custom layout everything within the settings for control your controller, which I think is really cool as well. Um, so the the uh, approachability of it is insane. And I, I do agree. Like, uh, the movement and using abilities and grenades and all that, I did really like. I love that aspect. I love the left-handed aspect of keyboard and mouse. Um, I just couldn't aim for shit. With my <laughs> right hand, and it for for being someone who likes to say that they are good at Halo, I, I I think it's I can fairly say I'm pretty. It's the best 
it's the FPS that I'm the best at. I've never really stopped playing, and so my I'd say my skills are still pretty decent. I won't drop the ranked where I qualled in rank because who the fuck cares? But <laughs> um, it, it was like playing a game where you're like, okay, I know I can do better, and I know if I was in a if I had my controls down, I'd be playing a lot better. And it was a lot easier to make the adjustment on controller to me than getting my sensitivity right on mouse. And I think that's really it. That's the only thing I would say about the keyboard and mouse thing. That is, I don't want to say frustrating, but definitely if you're going all in and you aren't used, if you're like me and have played all of your time playing Halo and controller and you don't, and you're hesitant on making the jump to keyboard and mouse, I definitely say try it, but go into some of the training modes and just like spend, I mean, I should, you know, an hour just locking down your button layouts, your sensitivity, because I can guarantee you, especially when playing multiplayer, when you have stuff that you're just confident in and you know, okay, I'm not going to, if if I miss these shots, it's because I wiggle a little too much or whatever. You're just gonna have a much more enjoyable time playing the game. Mm-hmm. And, and I think just as a small anecdote, I I I like for me personally that my time with Destiny has defined how I map my controls for every game after it. Which is it, yeah. it, it feels right that you know Bungie went from Halo and made Destiny and is probably the best feeling shooter on PC right now. And now going into Halo, that's still like what I look for in my button layout. Yeah, we're both uh, converts to cubing grenade, so <laughs> yes, that will that will always be a thing. Probably not for the better, honestly, because um, I feel like Q is a very useful button in any PC game, and so. Having it auto be grenade is probably not the best, but like you said, it's just muscle memory at this point. Yeah, what I really need is a better button for my grenade switch because I have that on T right now. Yeah, that is for for that being as integral as a thing in Halo. It's kind of like, oh god, where the fuck do I put that? Like, where where do I map that to make it useful and not you know suck? <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder if maybe I I put that on mouse scroll click. I uh, see that was Maybe. my ping button. Oh, uh, okay. I I just put that on left alt. Which to to start to slowly start the uh trickling in some of the, the things that aren't as great and I mean granted to, to to preface all of this. The game is still technically in beta. So, I take yes, technically. Um but I I say that to kind of be like, "Hey, we've seen I I've read a lot." A lot of all the feedback. A lot of it actually warranted, I think. Some of it just being beating a dead horse. But there is still time for shit to change. Um, there are some definite changes that need to be made. Um, I think the deve- I think 343 knows of some of those, and they're actively going to, tr- going to be working on them. How quickly some of that stuff can happen, given game dev cycles, um, which I feel like is the issue with a lot of stuff and why... When you have a big list of small things to change at the beginning, it can be some of them aren't going to get addressed right away. But um, yeah, the ping needs to be better. <laughs> Just do the apex ping. Like, I get why it's the way it is because you're mostly supposed to just be pinging call out locations rather than enemies. But I feel like most people who are going to be playing this are coming from playing a shitload of BRs where the ping just like pings people. 
and it needs to be better at pinging people, not just a location, mm-hmm. which you could still have the same ping, but give it a bigger, like I shouldn't have to be looking dead on a person for it to ping that there's someone there and not just ping the location. And that should be kind of an easy fix. I would hope. Yeah. Yeah. That that's something I could see if they wanted to fix that, that that could be done by launch. Um, yeah, I don't think it will. I don't anticipate them ever fixing or changing the ping system, rather. But definitely we'll something see. that they could do. Another thing, I'm just going down the list now. Um, the probably one of the bigger things, uh, and I every time I try to actually say this to someone else in a conversation, I forget what the actual term is. But uh, bodies need to stop being just like ghosts. What is that? Uh, player collision. Player collision needs to come back yesterday. Um, it makes, there's a couple issues with the melee. One, the range isn't what it used to be, which I'm kind of okay with. But one of the biggest issues with there being no body collision is if you both melee each other, you literally phase through each other, but it says you beat each other down. So then in order to like get a second beat down, you have to literally like flip 180 most of the time in order to actually hit them again. And I, I, I think the first step in getting melee to feel better is putting body collision for enemies and friendlies back into the game. Yeah, the uh, player collision is probably the loudest, easiest fix for 343 to do. And 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 again, I, I should say it's not a fix because it's not something that's broken. It's clearly intentional. This is a, a design they chose to implement. I can't fucking fathom why, but they did choose it. And it feels disorienting, and mm-hmm. and that in particular does not feel Halo. Um, is there any competitive FPS that doesn't have player collision? Is that normal? I have no idea. Uh, Call of Duty. There was a great post, I think, on the Halo subreddit that was the duality of man. And it was, um, well, Call of Duty didn't. And then they added it. And then everyone on the Call of Duty subreddit was like, get fucking rid of a body collision. And then you have, <laughs> and then you have everyone on the Halo subreddit going, add body collision, please. <laughs> so... Yeah, Call of Duty traditionally has not, I'm pretty sure. At least old school Call of Duty didn't. Right, um, and and that makes sense because close quarters combat in Call of Duty is fundamentally different than close quarters combat Halo. Yeah, yeah. Close quarters combat in Halo right now sucks. It's not really fun. Granted, there is no, and I've noticed this, there's no count, real, real counter to like the gravity hammer or energy sword right now because there isn't a shotgun that's a one-hit kill. Yeah, that is pretty ridiculous right like the only thing comparable is the mangler where you'd have to shoot and beat down but like then you're gonna kill each other you're not just gonna kill them yeah i i would love to read some thoughts from a 343 dev and and tell me why there is not like why why did they effectively nerf the shotgun so hard well i think i know why i don't have this confirmed on anything this is my just from what i've seen um, and what their ideas are for uh, the ba- like the season, the battle passes going forward is they're gonna start trickling more guns back into the sandbox. And by sandbox, I mean just for those who don't know, that's just like the space you play in. So all the weapons that are in it, how you know body collision, it's all in the sandbox of how things interact. I think they're gonna slowly release other weapons back into the sandbox as the game lives. Because they got rid of so many classic guns that it's just kind of like, wait, so the carbine and plasma rifle are just gone. The re- the traditional shotgun's just gone. 
Like, what the fuck? Get rid of the goddamn electric pistol. Make the plasma pistol what the plasma pistol used to be. And, you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts on the way some of the weapon sandbox is right now. But those aren't, like, major gripes because I get what they're kind of doing. It with they, they, they trim down the fat because uh, there were so many guns. They trimmed it down, um, and I think they'll slowly add stuff because as much as everybody wants this to be an old traditional type of game, it's a live service game. So everything's going to change as the game goes along, whether that's good or bad. That's just what we're we're dealing with, I think. Yeah, and and let me be clear. I I don't even dislike the Bulldog. I think the Bulldog has a fine place in the sandbox, but you're right. When you're up against an energy sword, there, there's really no counter to it other than distance, and if and 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 if you're trying to think of things to counter an energy sword, you're already at a distance that you can't. Well, and the lunge distance on the energy sword is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, like the melee range isn't great, but the sword lunge rate, it's like, hey, I'm you're you're three yards away from me, uh, now you're dead. <laughs> it's kind of terrifying. And that reminds me of something I did read on the subreddit just the other day that um, I, I don't remember if either of us were complaining about this, but I know the people we were playing with were complaining that the oddball and the flag are not one hit melee kills anymore. And yeah. and at first I, I did agree. I thought it was weird and I didn't really like the, the, the new precedent being set for it. But there was a thread about it on the Halo subreddit and a 343 dev actually did respond and like gave notes on why they made that change and how they intended for the change to interact in the sandbox and they they fucking converted me i'm cool with it yep i saw that same post and i was like okay yeah no that's that's all you needed to tell me and it makes a lot of sense too because if you think back it was kind of bullshit how just how strong it was being an objective holder so yeah and no, you don't know an interesting thing that they did change that a lot of people were concerned about. Well, wait, actually, I can't remember. If if can you remember in that initial big team battle trailer when that dude first picks up the flag and is running? Did he have a pistol out when he was running? I do or not was he remember. holding it with two hands? Don't remember. I, I don't know. I don't even know if I saw that trailer. I'm trying to think because I think there was a thought that oh my oh my god, are you going to be able to sprint and shoot? While holding the flag, that's broken. But like, in the in what we have, it's you're holding it with two hands. And I don't even have a problem with flag carry being able to sprint because of how insignificant sprinting is in this game. It makes you feel like you're going faster by barely going faster. Yeah. Have you uh, have you seen uh, this game dev trick? I, I've read that a few games have done where uh, if you push the sprint button, it doesn't make you faster at all but it turns up your FOV so it looks like you're going faster. Oh my god, that's brilliant. And and it works. It actually does make players feel more satisfied just because people want to feel like they have more control over that kind of thing. Basically, like, launch Phasmophobia sprint. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> I, I like that, you know, the sprint in Halo does give you an increase in speed, but it's not a terrible increase so so the game percent faster the game still has like the trademark clunkiness that comes with halo but just the ability to sprint at all like fundamentally brings it more in line with a modern shooter yeah because that that, that was something that they struggled to implement in every halo since reach the the idea of sprint in halo 
They never really seem to get down concrete. And, and I think Halo 5 in its sandbox is a good enough game on its own. But like I said before, it didn't quite feel like Halo. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think this really nails it. This this is probably the best use of sprint in a Halo title so far. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I like it way more than uh. I like it way more than what we've had in the past because Halo Fives was dumb because everyone could do it. I didn't mind it so much when it was an armor ability and had a cooldown, uh, but it still just didn't feel right. I didn't think in like Reach and and Four. Yeah, Reach and Four both had as armor ability. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. It's 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 in a great spot right now. So I mean, yeah, just ge- generally, we feel fucking good about the game. Yeah, from the gameplay perspective. Um, I think the loudest criticism currently of the game, uh, was battle pass progression, which they have kind of addressed. They yeah, k- kind of is an uh, I've. They put a invisible band-aid over it. Right. Um, and, and and I think given given the time frame, there there wasn't much more they could have done. Uh I, I to preface, so the, the idea is that XP gain is way too slow in the battle pass because uh all experience progression is based on finishing challenges in Halo. You don't get any end of match experience you don't get experience based on your performance you you only get experience if you finish challenges and a lot of those challenges were play two matches play four matches those were the dailies but people did not like that and and i think understandably so but so 343 has deigned instead now to roll back the daily challenges entirely there there are there there's just not daily challenges anymore and instead it has been replaced with a singular daily challenge that is always play one match, and you get 50 experience points. So you do get experience for playing, but it's still not based on anything. It doesn't really give you any incentive to win or lose other than just wanting to win or lose because you get 50 experience either way because it's just for playing. I I want I, I want in the future for there to be a progression system like some people have suggested, you know, based on medals, based on performance in some way, at the very fucking least, give me more experience for winning. But I think mm-hmm. fundamentally what they have done, regardless of the amount of experience it gives, fundamentally, I think this was the best they could do in a short amount of time. And to their credit, it was a short amount of time. It was like two days later. Yeah, 48 hours. Within 48 hours, they they had addressed it. Um, I wouldn't expect I, any big changes to the experience system until season two. Yeah. At the I, least. I'm going to... I I will preface any complaints I have about the battle pass basically being... Um, Oh fuck! Did I already forget what I was gonna say with that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but I, I I see both sides of the battle pass stuff. Um, a lot of my thoughts will change as we get concrete information on exactly how we unlock additional armor pieces, colors, the like. Um, it's not looking good from right. a leak that came out today, but I don't want to get into that just yet. Um. Just because I, I first want to address the pacing. Um, yeah, the pacing is slow. Um, like I said, I have like 40 hours in and I'm only level 15 in the battle pass. But that is with essentially having two weeks worth of challenges to have done because they reset the challenges. And if you look at it from that perspective, because uh, like the reason why I have not higher is because you just don't really get 
XP if you're not doing challenges. Well, I got the challenges done basically a day each. So I had five days where I was just playing Halo. I wasn't really getting XP. I might have gotten one or two levels from that. This season goes for half a fucking year. It doesn't end till May. So I can understand why they would make it seem make it feel a lot slower to progress on that alone because they want to pe- keep people engaged to unlock shit throughout the whole season. So you kind of, from my experience with Apex, if you play the game a little bit every day and you're doing challenges, you can kind of easily complete the battle pass within a week or two of the season ending. Uh, if you're just playing a little bit every day and do and actively trying to get challenges. Yeah, um, I, I think the, the issue here goes hand-in-hand hand with a lot of things, and it has to do with perspective and player priming. Because there's yes. not any substance to multiplayer, at least right now. And and to be fair, there really shouldn't be. Like, it does exactly what an FPS does. You load in, you play a game, you, you play Halo, right? That's the end of it. But Halo, traditionally, like, and, and, and really any FPS that features armor, like, a big driver of player engagement is the ability to customize and look unique. And and it feels like a slap in the face that 343 talked a real big game about this being the most customizable Halo, about how every Spartan was going to look unique. And and then they launch, and, and we have no customization options whatsoever, which could change at launch. I don't think at this point I trust it to, but it could change. Yeah. And so if they had more customization options right now, I think people wouldn't be as hot about Battle Pass progression because right now Battle Pass progression is intrinsically tied to being able to customize anything whatsoever. So it doesn't feel good that it is a snail's pace because there's literally nothing else to do. There's nothing else to multiplayer right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because if... if as you said, there were, you had shit, even like five to seven helmets. You don't have to have five to seven of all the armor pieces. Five to seven helmets to choose from, and then like two to three armor options for bodies and shoulders and the main the main armor pieces. And then everything in the slow battle pass was just supplementary. Like, oh, if you want to get this Reach-themed shit, do the battle pass. Kind of like how they had their MCC battle passes design is like they're all themed um yeah it wouldn't be as big of an issue but yeah it's really kind of bullshit that there's absolute like absolutely zero customization at launch um i'm trying to remember back to halo 3 since that's what we played the most of of how you unlocked armor in that that was all i believe centered around achievements for the most part Certain achievements got you certain pieces of armor, but if you beat the campaign, you got access to like three different, three different new pieces of armor just from beating the campaigns or achievements associated with beating the campaign. Yeah, and um, and also I I think uh, Hayabusa was tied to getting all the skulls, right? I think so, or so, something hard beating it on legendary, I think, or so, something like that. You know, it was, it, or the 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 Hayabusa sword was beating the campaign solo on legendary, I think. Uh, the high boosted helmet might have been skulls. Okay. Uh, but it, you know, again, I'm pretty sure that was an achievement. You got an achievement for doing that, and then, and then you got the armor piece. Yeah. And I can understand. 
again, if there's stuff, if a whole bunch of stuff becomes available on official launch, okay, you know, we'll eat our feet for bitching during the, when it's technically in beta. I just don't think that's based on the leaks that came out today. It doesn't seem like that's the case. Um, yeah, because we, the data, we, the data mines, we had and, heard uh, that there was going to be armor lockers in campaign that you could go to. And, and 343 said you would unlock customization pieces from this. But leaks have come out that shows everything in the armor lockers and none of its armor. It's a lot of colors, but none of its armor. And, and I guess that still doesn't rule out, like I said, achievements. Yes. Being tied to armor pieces of like, hey, do this objective in campaign or in the game and you can get armor pieces. That could be it. And in which case, okay. But yeah, it's just, I, I can't believe they haven't come out and said more about this yet, to be completely honest. Right. And that, that makes me doubtful. Yeah. Because I, I think we're, be- we're both hopeful. We're hopeful that it will be tied to achievements. Because, yeah, to us, it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't have anything. That would just be fucking well, they've, gre- they've greedily malicious. They said that there would previously. That's what would be make it so egregious. Is it's like you literally said there'd be countless things for you to go and unlock by just playing the game. Like yeah. armor-wise. Specifically armor, not like shaders and shit like that. Actual armor pieces you could get by just playing the game. And then if that's not there at launch, like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, and that's why I'm trying to hold firm judgment on this. Like, yeah. like it's a thing that sucks, and it's a thing that should be addressed, but I, I think it is fair to say that even though we know what's in the armor lockers, we still don't know the full picture of how campaign is going to interact with multiplayer. There are rumors of a separate campaign progression that I imagine is how you would unlock Mark Seven armor. I Basically, I, I'm holding judgment until launch day. I, I don't expect things to change fundamentally, but I'm hopeful, and I think it's only fair to 343 to address, you know, even if in spirit I don't think this is a beta, they still gave us half of the game three weeks early. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't want to bitch too much about some of the customization aspects of it, because at the end of the day, you're playing it for the game. Yeah, as it suck you can't customize it right now. Yeah. But, you know, it's it, it's still the game. But I, I'm glad you mentioned you, you mentioned Mark 7, because that's the reason why I'm so hopeful, is because it doesn't make sense for them to have this grand thing of, like, it's a whole new generation of Spartan armor. And then for it to be like, oh, yeah, but you can't, like, add anything to it unless you give us money or, you know... Slug. There's like two pieces of Mark Seven armor in the battle pass, and one of them is a legendary version of the default helmet that looks a little bit different. So it's like, okay, I get that because this battle pass is centered around reach. Yeah, you're, it's heroes you're of reach. mainly unlocking stuff for the reach armor core, and it's mostly the protagonists from reach. It's it's uh what it, what is their squad called? Noble team. It's mostly noble team armor. So I get that. It's themed. It's what they've done in the past the thing another thing i keep coming back to though when it comes to progression and how you unlock shit is i'm like you have fucking mcc's battle pass that everyone fucking loves absolutely adores it's amazing and you didn't really take anything from that in the implementation of this one like at all you, you took the br battle passes which 
good some or I really only know Apexes because I haven't played any other BR enough to know what their battle passes are like. But it's essentially an Apex battle pass, but kind of shitty. Well, it's better. It's got more cool shit. But I don't know. I, yeah. I just need the game to come out so we know these things. I don't like. I don't really like speculating like this because it kind of sucks. Because at the end of the day, like we said, the game is so fucking fun to play. Yeah. And and th- th- this is me like being a little armchair game dev slash board director, but I I understand why they wouldn't take stuff from MCC's battle pass uh, only because from what I see outside looking in, MCC was never supposed to make money. I don't think Microsoft intended MCC to stick around and have like a dedicated player base. It was never meant to be a flagship. MCC from the ground up was fan service and it was just like, okay, here is how you can keep playing Halo on next-gen consoles. So it seems like the perfect sandbox to do everything to cater to the players because they were never going to make that much more money off of initial sales. And it also helps how much of a fucking garbage fire MCC was for years. It took like four or five years for it to be playable. Yeah. And so like, yeah, at that point, like, yeah, new people probably aren't really going to buy in. So, you know, we have a small team dedicated to this. Just make it the best game possible. But but now this is a flagship Microsoft title in Halo Infinite. And so Microsoft probably said, uh, we need to make money on this. So we're going to sell armor for $20. And that's like that, that, that. See, again, I would have no problem with those price tags because i think they're kind of that they are pretty standard honestly amongst premium skins and other like brs but there's nothing else right now so it's not supplementing anything i get and brs like you're literally like all you do is you just buy skins i get that but they're not halo where you can customize individual pieces of your spartan so you can't just in the store throw in like the only way to get something that makes you look a little different is here throw us 10 bucks right now or for that premium thing costs 20 and it's ugly ass armor anyway with a gross shader like how is that shit legendary you look gross but i don't know i just i don't if they were gonna go the challenge route like they've done in infinite the challenges in mcc made so much more sense like you got basically just weeklies there were no dailies but they gave you a shitload of xp um and I get you could scale it differently, but I don't know. Hurry up and be December 8th so that we can actually know what to be mad about. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> December 8th needs to come. Give us a week to sink our teeth in and finish the campaign. And then we can make final judgments and say whether it's shit or not. And 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 even if it is, even if progression is still shit, and even if there's not a lot of customization options, I think regardless, we're we're playing Halo. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be playing it a whole bunch. I actually have the... <laughs> I have the video up on the subreddit of, like, it's, I think, the total title of it is, so does anyone else remember this? And it's this, like, uh, video of a Vidoc or whatever they did, and it's just all these cool Spartans with different, you know, customization shit, and, like, oh, this is what this is. This is what all these pieces are. This is the rarity. And it's, like, yeah, um, we have none of that right now. So that's why I'm like, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. Because why would you have a whole video dedicated to like all this customization shit for then there to be literally none of it when the game comes out? Like, why would you do that? Right. 
There, there was a lot of stuff about this design process that we're never going to know. And a lot of the stuff may have been wrapped up in delaying the game for an entire year. We, we just don't know. Yeah. But, you know, like we said at the top, game feels really fucking good. I, since I've stopped playing Destiny, I have been wanting a game to just, like, come back to. Because, you know, I play a lot of single-player games, and I play a lot of, like, weird little indie games. Most of my gaming is done solo. But I, I, I have always liked the feeling of having a game that I can say, yes, I play this game. And if there is nothing else for me to play, I know that this game's got me. And I want that to be Halo. And I also think, given the right crew... Like, I, I want to be able to, like, play this game in ranked and sweat with my friends a little bit. And 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 that's something I've missed where, like, I, I, I feel like the people I have always played shooters with have never been the crowd to go into a ranked match or play Overwatch or League seriously. And, and I well, want that here. <laughs> I was going to say, you know I am, but I, I put a new, or not a noose, a muzzle. I muzzle myself in ranked because um, I'm the kind of person who takes it a little too seriously at <laughs> times. Um, but we played some ranked games today with four of us, and it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. I actually really enjoyed it because it was like, oh, teammates said I can tell where people are, and they actually shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, no matter what happens, we're sticking around. Halo is in the conversation. Halo is back, TM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless... Like, they do some absolute bullshit to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop. But <laughs> I don't see that happening. Just because, like, at the end, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of the person who's like, it's the if it's just the customization that, yeah, it's not exactly what I want, but the game still plays really well, I don't care. Yeah. No, and I, if, maybe if I'm the, the game, problem. But <laughs> If the game felt like garbage, then I'd be putting it down. Um, and And, you know, maybe this is you know, Stockholm syndrome. Maybe I've been uh, bred to accept these things in modern video games, but the game feels so good and I've missed Halo so much that if it takes three years to get to the point that everybody has a decent amount of customization and my Spartan actually does look unique, I'm kind of okay with that because I want to play this game for that long. And and this, I agree 100%. Because I was also... I think saying to you right before we started recording, I was like, I usually only like X amount of shit anyway. So if like I have to, I guess, buy one thing that I'm like, I'm going to wear this all the time. Let me just buy it so then I have it and I don't have to worry about it. Given what we fucking had in Halo 5, where it was a fucking lottery on helmets, I'll take that. Yeah, like, can, uh, can 343 just put like a giant Sonic mascot in the game and then I can I can just match my Fall Guys? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of Fall Guys, hold up! Isn't that uh, mm. isn't the big streamagus like this week? <laughs> big streamagus? I don't know what they're calling it. I think it's, it's just big streamers. Big big streamers part two. The streamaging. <laughs> streamaging. Stop making words. Stop talking. I th that's what I swear to God. That's what they put. I'm scrolling up in the Discord to find out exactly what they said. Oh, I'm in the wrong Discord. Shit. It it's big streamers to the dabbing. The <laughs> seems close. And it's uh it's tomorrow. It's Tuesday. Hell yeah. We've been getting kind of getting back into Fall Guys, which kind of sucks with Halo Infinite coming out. Cause right. I gotta finish the I battle pass for Fall Guys. <laughs> 
I don't know when we're going to play much Fall Guys now, but yeah. Fall Guys has been really fun lately. Oh, my God. Not that it ever wasn't, but we've been having a really good time jumping back into that, Hayden, too. I am on the Mediatonic Twitter right now, and and they, a couple days ago, I don't know if you saw this one, but they're they're previewing another new game for the season. It's the, called Trapeze. Uh, yes, yes. And you have to I, actually hold on to trapeze wires. This season's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, the little brothers are absolutely <laughs> fucked this season. Oh my god, it, I, I, I have never understood, uh, like, like I felt this when we played Splitgate for a little bit. That Splitgate is like a free to play game that was probably the closest thing to PC Halo that I really liked before Infinite came out. But I thought to myself, like, this is a free to play game. I don't feel like this game has longevity. I don't have motivation to stick with this game because for me my value of putting into like an FPS game is I want to feel like there is a large community that like there's real, uh, like a skill scale that I can come back to it. I'm not going to see the same name five times in a day. Right. I, mm-hmm. I have never understood sticking with a game in that kind of context for me, but then at the same time, I keep fucking playing fall guys and I feel like right. no one else is. I, I'm. We need to check the Steam charts uh, numbers because it's probably only a couple thousand people playing. I'm honestly surprised we haven't run across people every game going like, "Oh my god, it's him again!" <laughs> <laughs> right. But I just love Fall Guys so much. I I don't know if I have ever fell in love with a game so immediately as I did Fall Guys. It, Fall Guys feels like a game that was made for me. Yeah, Ex- I I kind of agree. But also, like when I say that, I mean like for me too. Like oh. I, I feel I feel the same way. Yeah, because like I I like the concept of battle royales. I'm just not good at them. Like I I think I'm yeah. pretty decent in a general shooter. I'm fucking ass in a battle royale. But then they made a platformer yeah. battle royale, and it's like oh yeah, I'm good at this. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Those years forged in Mario fires. But you uh you said uh three words that reminded me of one other thing before we finally leave the halo talk okay um and that was free to play the game's fucking free people (laughs) like i get it i get all the complaints i get it all but at the end of the day you can play the fucking multiplayer for free you didn't have to pay a single cent to play it so relax a little bit there are valid concerns and complaints i get that but also at the same time like there's some give and take like the game's fucking free yeah and and the game is so good for being free. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, like you got to pay full it is price. Free is crazy. You got to pay full price for Battlefield 2042. I don't even know if that game has a campaign. If it does, I've heard literally nothing about it. To me, buying Battlefield and Call of Duty, you are spending $60 to play a multiplayer game, and those games play like fucking ass compared to Halo right now. Well, you're lucky if you can play it. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see what I posted uh, earlier today? Uh, the uh, uh, Battlefield 2042 uh, is officially launched on Steam because it released early, like a week or two ago, but mm-hmm. it's officially released now. And it already has like 30,000 negative reviews. It has 30,000 reviews and less than 30% of them are positive. <laughs> That's pretty rough. That's like... Countdown until what? Steam removes the dislike button. <laughs> yeah, I like. I'm I'm so glad I didn't. They they pushed back the Battlefield release so that I didn't mistakenly buy it when the game was unplayable. So now I'll be able to get it either 
dirt cheap or for free because it'll go on Game Pass like immediately. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Battlefront 2 strategy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I want to talk Game Awards. Yes. We have talked enough Halo, but if you thought this was the last... Well, you're fucking wrong, because once the campaign comes out, we're definitely talking about that. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. Ha- Halo uh, as, is too ingrained in our DNA not to spend a lot of time talking about it. Oh, and uh, we have to actually, you know, before we leave, I, you know, because okay, it's Halo. So one more, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Um, there's already an event this week for a new armor core. So, like, when it comes to progression, I can almost get – if you can get a lot of progression through the event on top of your weekly challenges, if they're tied together, that sucks. But if they're separate – there's going to be multiple ways throughout a season to level up quickly. It's just, just give it some time and let, let, let's feel again. Let's, let's let it feel it out. Now, now if the coolest shit that goes with some of the stuff we unlock for free, you have to pay for, not going to be happy about that. And I think that's going to be what happens. So that's going to kind of suck. Yeah. But, but we haven't seen it yet. It's the first one they're doing. They do genuinely seem to be open to any and all feedback relating to shit because they want the game to be good. So put the pitchforks down for a little bit, and then if they come with what they come back with after we bitch about it is equal or worse bullshit, then pick the pitchforks back up. But until then, please, let the game officially release. (laughs) Something that does worry me about this event, though, given that it's an entirely new armor core, and I, I hate the armor core system, intrinsically i don't think i will ever come around to it i am afraid given that this event is based around collecting samurai armor that feels very specific and the fact that it's put on its own core i i am afraid that it's like you're gonna have it's gonna be a set of armor there's not gonna be options there's not gonna be customization options and if you pick that core you're still gonna be locked into looking like that core and I'm not going to be able to put those pieces on anything else. And then that's going to immediately kill motivation for me because that's not so, customization. There are some customization options that have already been confirmed through data mines to be in the store, which is why I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. That's not all. It was like there's a, a, a katana waistband or what's the what's the small knife that's not the katana? Oh, uh, fucking a Daito or a Shoto? Yeah, whatever that whatever that second smaller knife is, you can get one of those an armor piece around your waistband on that, and you can get some customizable shoulder pads that look to be data mined in the store. That's not, I don't think that's everything, but that probably means there's going to be some other shit you can buy. Um, another thing, so like I can kind of understand like if this event's going to come around multiple times, like every like three weeks, and there's new shit to unlock for that armor core. Okay, the thing they need to do is get out in front of this and tell us that. Which is a... We've already said that, and we can finally move on. But, like, 343 going radio silent on some of this shit is what is kind of worrying that it's not going to be exactly what I'm hoping for. But I think I'm done on Halo. Maybe. We'll see. I'll probably bring (laughs) something else up before the end. Okay, so yeah, I want to talk about game boards a little bit. Um, Let me just Google that real quick. This year is going to be weird. And, and I don't think we are an authority whatsoever on... What are you talking about? That <laughs> has never stopped me from acting like I'm an authority. Yeah, to the point that I'm not going to confidently call probably any category. But there there are things that I want to talk about. Um, Psychonauts 2. 
Yeah, so, <laughs> unfortunately, because of the layout of the Game Awards website, I, I can't look at multiple categories at the same time, so I'm just going to start from the top, and I do want to talk about Game of the Year. And and I think that this is a pretty good slate for Game of the Year. We've got Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, The New Ratchet and & Clank, and Resident Evil Village. Um, as much as I want to play Ratchet and & Clank, and I, and I want to believe that I would have by now, the fact that PlayStation 5s are so hard to get a hold of uh, kind of feels like a slap in the face. Like, yeah. like, I'm not saying they shouldn't nominate Ratchet & Clank for Game of the Year because, like, obviously, it, 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 it doesn't matter how many people are able to play it for the quality of the game, and it wouldn't make any sense not to nominate it based on that. But, but it is like, man, I sure wish I could fucking play that game. Yeah, I agree, because I really want to play it. Um, but I think it's really, I think this one's really a three game race and I think it's going to be, it's Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank for those who played it and it takes two. And I really wouldn't even be surprised really? you if think, it takes two. You think wins. it takes two I think as it, a front runner? Oh yeah. Because people fucking love that game. It's like an indie darling right now. I don't think Deathloop stands a chance as someone who's only played a couple hours of it. Um, <laughs> you, from what you were saying about Village... I think it was a good game, but game of the year. Uh, yeah. And then Village I think enough solid. people, I don't think enough people have played Metroid. And I think those who casuals who did were like, this game's fucking hard <laughs> to the point that it's not rewarding. Like they probably didn't think it was rewarding like Dark Souls. So they're like, eh, whatever. That's why I think it's those three. They're the most, they're the three most approachable games. So I think the most people have played them and the most people would vote for them. I'm voting for Psychonauts too, regardless, because I fucking love that game. It Takes Two is an enigma to me currently. Uh, it, it feels like a Paddington situation where <laughs> yeah. I, I am aware of it and I have seen clips of it uh, and, and I get it. I get the appeal, but without having played it, I don't get how much people are raving about it. And I'm not saying that to put the game down. I'm just addressing it's a fucking mystery to me. And I want to play it to understand the magic. Isn't it on Game Pass? Uh, I don't know, but I will look that up real quick. I, I think it is. And if it is, we need to just both play it and maybe even stream it. Yeah. Which, uh, again, is fucking yeah, difficult with Halo Pass. out. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll do it for the content. We'll do it for you, our valued listeners. Yeah. No, we, we should definitely play that together. I think it'll be a good time. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Oh, yo, you know what's so, also on Game Pass? Quick quick tangent. Ki- kill it with fire. <laughs> All right. <laughs> True, but no. Um, oh, hey, Minecraft they just, Dungeons. They just had a mortal shell, actually. That's fucking awesome. Um, okay, I'm going to play that. But no, I was going to say, uh, my friend Pedro. Oh, oh, it's back. Yes, I need to actually play it. My friend Pedro is really fun. Uh, oh, God. Definitely worth your time on Game Pass. So I know we're talking about the Game Awards, but we were talking about this the other day. There's so much shit coming out, and I don't have time. <laughs> There's so many movies out. There's TV shows I'm trying to catch up on, and gaming. I'm gonna quit my job. Uh, all right, yeah. To not bring it really, back, um, I, I, I actually, I do agree with you. I want Psychonauts two to win. It was so good. <clears throat> um, Psychonauts two. <clears throat> sorry, I'm on four hours of sleep. <laughs> Psychonauts two is fucking magical. From start to finish, yeah. I was enthralled and enamored, and I didn't want it to stop. 
it, it, almost every single aspect of that game is beautiful and perfect. And 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 it 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 is always an absolute treat when I know that I am in the midst of something so special, which I I don't think I had felt since God of War four. Wow, I didn't know you thought that highly of it. Yeah, I I really liked Psychonauts too. I mean, I, I yeah, I I did I didn't get the I didn't get that level of feeling, but I I still really liked it. But that's interesting. And and part of that is again like. Um, e- even more than Halo, like I like I said, Halo Three is probably a game we have played the most of. But mm-hmm. in broader strokes, platforming is intrinsically a part of my video gaming DNA. Like I grew up on Nintendo, while most of my friends grew up on Halo, and and Psychonauts Two felt so pure in that way. You know, like the like sun, as a platformer. Sun. While also yeah. telling a genuinely beautiful story with amazing platforming set pieces, which is a weird thing to say. And the fucking sound effects of all the abilities in that game are so goddamn good. Like when you pop the bubble, it's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> it just hits that level. Like I just get a hit and I'm like, oh, I'll do it again. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a game that could just pop a bubble with such a satisfying noise like what Psychonauts 2 does. And I know that's a really weird thing to like get caught on. And I but I never have like whenever I'm playing a game, I never have like the sound effect of some small thing go, "Oh, wait, what? Do that again." And then I just do it over and over again. "Oh, that's awesome." I, that <laughs> has never happened to me in a game before. Uh, I'm clicking through the categories now and seeing if uh, <clears throat> if there's any category I can really speak on. And I, and I think uh, to something to the point of something I said earlier, I think the first category I can really say with any authority is best indie game. Um, yeah. Where I, I have played three out of the five here, and I'm gonna blow a fucking gasket if Twelve Minutes wins best indie. Oh, that yeah, I saw that was nominated for one. I was like, oh, Chris is not gonna be happy about that. Uh, so the, the nominees are 12 Minutes, Death's Door, Inscription, Kina, Bridge of Spirits, and Loop Hero. I have not played Kina or Loop Hero. Uh, I, I love Inscription so much, but I, I don't know if it could or should win Best Indie. Um, only because of how, how specific of a game it is. If that makes sense. Like I yeah. I can't recommend inscription to anybody in in an official capacity. If if somebody <laughs> asked me, well, why do you think I should like it? Why do you think I should play it? I can't tell you. <laughs> I can literally tell you nothing. Just please play the game. Even more so than a game like Undertale or Doki Doki Literature Club. I can't fucking talk about inscription. <laughs> That's funny. The game is so fucking weird and and like uh, I, it's impossible to talk about. I I want to be able to talk about it on this podcast eventually, but I I need somebody with me who has also played it to bounce off of, and I want to give it some space because the experience of that game is so special that I don't ever want to ruin it for anybody. Sounds like I gotta play it. But again, it's but not when, it's not for when? everybody. Like it it's almost for no one. It's Whoa. it's so fucking weird. Here's a hot flex. If if Psychonauts 2 doesn't win best art direction, I'ma flip some shit. Because the fucking um 
Jack Black serenading level should win that game the award alone. Absolutely. Um, I do want to say I did play the Artful Escape, and I liked that game a lot. And if there is any category it stands a chance to win in, it is best art direction. But I, I do think Psychonauts 2 still blows it out of the water. I, I'm kind of surprised the Deathloop is nominated in that category. That's eh. that's kind that's kind of weird to me. I I I feel like the design choices in Deathloop go hand in hand with game design, um, because I don't know the the things that are so unique and work about Deathloop. I feel like is more than just the art because I do love the kind of jazzy cabaret sort of feel it's got to the entire game. And I think that is very cool and deserves uh, recognition, but I'm not sure if art direction is the best category for it. I guess my thing is just that it, it, it looks and feels so much like any, not any other, but an arcane, it is an arcane game yes. and arcane games come with a certain look that it fits the bill completely on that i'm like that's it from that i can't get by it although looking at the cover art for kina bridge bridge of spirits i feel like that game could be beautiful but i know nothing about it um i know ratchet and clank also looks good but like psychonauts 2 man come on come on yeah no i i I would love it if psychonauts 2 just kind of swept i don't think it will but i want it to it didn't get nominated for audio design, though. Fuck. <laughs> also, Forza should win that because the audio in the cars in that game, wild. Look at me playing one game in some of these categories and being like, that one should win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, There is one category I want to talk about because we're, we're buttoned up against our, our time here. Um, Best performance. No, it's the... I, I linked a Penny Arcade games comic about this the other day, and it's the best oh. sim slash strategy category um and i i am always at odds with this category because it's so fucking vague that it's like any game that doesn't fit the other categories just gets thrown in here so so the games you have is age of empires 4 evil genius 2 humankind inscription and microsoft flight simulator um while yes these games are all sim slash strategy how in the fuck do you objectively compare Microsoft Flight Simulator to Age of Empires? Or what looks like Gwent. You didn't tell me that Inscription has a Gwent game. Oh yeah, that is the game. Chris. It's a it's a deck building roguelike. And that's Chris, all I can say. Your boy loves Gwent. Bro, I love this game. You will love the first two hours of Inscription. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I remember you talked to Nathan about this. I think or someone, someone in our Discord has played it that you were talking about, and you're like, "Yeah, it gets really weird." And I was like, "Oh, I'm not paying attention, but that sounds interesting." Yeah, I think that was Jackson because he had uh, oh, yeah, he had yeah, fired yeah. up the demo at least. Bro, but Hot Wheels Unleashed is nominated <laughs> for best sports slash racing game. That's awesome, Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> Uh, uh most anticipated game elden ring's gonna oh ragnarok wow talk about a fucking stacked category holy shit yeah. why is that even an award that one's <laughs> that one's gonna be hard elden ring god of war ragnarok horizon forbidden west <laughs> the sequel to the legend of zelda breath of the wild <laughs> <laughs> and starfield it's not gonna be I starfield mean, 
Um, for me, it's it's Ragnarok, mostly because I'm not a Souls guy, so Elden Ring won't be in my most anticipated. But from what I've seen of Elden Ring, I think I'm going to give it a shot. I think Elden Ring won most anticipated game last year. <laughs> yeah, and then we didn't see anything about it for like eight months. Yeah, uh, Souls games are something special. I, I, I'm super stoked for Elden Ring. I want to get into them. I do. I, I... I have made that determination, but again, where's the time? Right. And where, which one do I start with? Like that's why I'm like, oh, I'll do Elden Ring because it looks a little more combatty than some of the other, like combatty and like a little more forgiving, a little more forgiving. Um, and then I watched Hassan play it a little bit, and he's getting his fucking ass kicked. So I'm like, okay, it's <laughs> not. But I, I, I think if I just take the plunge into the deep end, I will get obsessed with them. Yeah. But mostly because I've kind of gotten a little bit better at getting turbo pissed at games. So <laughs> I definitely recommend maybe. if you want to get into Souls like games, you you should definitely just play Dark Souls three or play Sekiro. What about Bloodborne? Uh yeah, I mean if you if you want to, it is a PS4 exclusive. They have not released it on PC yet. But Bloodborne, I I think as far as like like Sekiro kind of exists a little outside of the Souls-like formula. Um, Bloodborne does not. Bloodborne still feels intrinsically tied to base-level Dark Souls games, and in that regard, Bloodborne is the best of them. See, I I feel like I heard some people say way back when it came out that they weren't crazy into Dark Souls games, but they fucking loved Bloodborne. So that was always kind of stuck with me. Of like, well, maybe I'd like it then. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we do own a PS4, and you could probably find Bloodborne pretty cheap. So if you really oh, want it's probably to, probably like ten bucks. I I I would recommend Bloodborne, but if you just want like easy accessibility, just get get just get Dark Souls three on PC. Okay. Uh, because I, I Dark Dark Souls two is pretty well considered the worst of the three. Um, with yeah. varying levels of vitriol, I like the game a lot. Um, Dark Souls 3 is easier than Dark Souls 1. And I doubt you would get too deep in the lore that it would really matter what order you play it in. Because there's not really yeah. a story in Dark Souls. You just kill shit. Yeah. So play 3. Um, and, and I did just look up the Game Awards 2020. And um, even more so than Elden Ring winning most anticipated game, the slate for nominees is almost exactly the same. Lol. The nominees <laughs> in 2020 were Elden Ring, God of War, Halo Infinite, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Breath of the Wild sequel, and Resident Evil Village. So two of those will have come out before the Game Awards. Yes. Jesus. Four of those games are still in this category. Jeez, what's what's nominated for best multiplayer? Oh my fucking god! Okay, let's get off that category real fast. <laughs> um, content creator—I know you don't care about this probably like at all, but I feel like it's interesting that content creator of the year. I only know of one person on this list, which is weird for me. And that one person had, I'm pretty sure, a big controversy this year, which is Dream, who is a Minecraft YouTuber, uh, which means he's gonna win. Um, cause I'm pretty sure dream stands are fucking nuts. Yeah. I said it. Come at us. <laughs> well, let's get some interaction on our, on our Twitter account. Yeah. Fuck dream. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know who any of these other people are. 
So there's that. I guess I'm old now. Yeah, they 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 cycled through all the mainstream people in the first few years of the Game Awards. Once the Markiplier's and the Jacksepticeye's stopped getting nominated, I stopped knowing anybody. <laughs> or the Tim the Tatman or Dr. Disrespect. Sure. It- Dr. Disrespect's not getting nominated because of... He's he's now just a controversial figure. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we need to wrap up because I'm fucking starving. Yeah, I need to eat another Pop-Tart. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in while we bitched about Halo. Um, but wait, Chris, one last thing. Oh There's an award for best e-sports. There's an award for best esports coach. Okay, give me your take. I can't see any of their pictures, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. I just had to plug that. That's going to do it for us this week. Um, If you like what you're a telefriend, follow us on Twitter at obsession underscore pod. And uh, hopefully we'll record again next week and not be too busy playing Halo. We'll we'll be here. I'll be too fat from Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And fucking tomato holiday.